Hello and good afternoon, Roaring Fork Valley. This is Diane Johnson with Senior Matters. And... <sighs> I needed that. I needed to take a good breath, kind of rushing around, the dog at the dog park, physical therapy, you know, all the good things that we do in life to keep keep us up and at them. And that's what this beautiful day is all about. We can get out there. We can walk a bit. We can talk a bit. Sometimes we even sing a bit, don't we? Today. What is today? Wednesday the 10th by Cracky March 10th. I had a wonderful Sunday. It was March 7th, my birthday. Was it the Sunday? It was Sunday. See, isn't it wonderful getting older and you don't have to worry about it? And I didn't worry at all. I had a wonderful time. Spent the afternoon up at Redstone. Had lunch. Mm, What a wonderful lunch that was. Nice drive. The weather was great. Spent it with a new friend and a wonderful lady in my life. Her name is Sandy. And today you're going to get to meet her daughter. Another way of looking at this incredible lady, Amy Kimberly. Now we all know Amy from the incredible events that she's putting on, been putting on in Carbondale for years the music that she brings to us, the the joy of sharing her creative ideas and her events with us. So Amy is going to be here with us. Let me tell you a little bit about Senior Matters. As you all know, COVID has kept us down, and we have just now started coming out It's almost a little bit early for spring, but I hear the birds, and they're chirping all over, and the grass is starting to green, and I see the deer out at night, some with big horns, and Grace, my wonderful dog, gets to run at the dog park, and there's no mud out there, so it's all good. The spring in our air... And the spring and the life in our community. I'd like to say something about why we're here today. Amy, welcome. Thank you for stopping in and being a part of our day. Well, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. There's a reason Amy is sitting here besides... uh, being such a great part of Carbondale, living here for all these years. But there's something that's going on this week. It's called International Women's Week. And International Women's Day was March 8th, and it is celebrated all over the world. It honors women. It honors women with those that participate in their community, those that give back to their community, and those that 
make it a better place to live. Let me tell you what International Women's Day says. A challenged world is an alert world, and from challenges comes changes. So let's choose to challenge. How will you need heed to forge a gender equal world? Celebrate women's achievement. Raise awareness against bias. Take action for equality. And it has come to for us to see in our own eyes that there is at times gender equality, inequality, race inequality. The bias is there. We are not perfect. And we need to forgive ourselves and we need to love each other. It's all about that. Amy Kimberly, this is what she says. Carbondale is my muse. My art is creating experiences for people and the magic of Mother Sopras and with the spirit of the community inspires me to dig in deep. The wealth of energy, vibrancy, and opportunity here needs, keeps my mind alive. <laughs> welcome, Amy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you, Diane. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, that was written, and I thought it is all about you. And I'm going to move my microphone. I know. It's a tricky one. Wait. Yeah. Is that good? It, if it goes too low, it, it goes down. Yeah, <laughs> it'll go too down. There we go. I'm holding on. We got it. So the one thing that I don't know about, Amy, is your personal life. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know what you do here. We know how you enrich our community. But who is Amy Kimberly? <laughs> you know, uh, are you married? Do you have a personal life? Do you like dogs, cats? I know you love music. Uh-huh. Where were you born? That's so funny. I don't really get asked that too often, so uh, thanks for asking, Diane. Um, well, I'm a Pittsburgh girl through and through, born in Pittsburgh, um, but I definitely headed west as soon as I was old enough, which meant graduating high school. And uh, I went to college in St. Louis for theater. I was always into theater. Uh, but once I was in college, I think I realized that maybe I love theater and I love theater people, but being around that all the time maybe wasn't the direction I wanted to go in. Um, but the arts always were, and uh, I just wanted to keep heading west. So I, I did. I ended up in Northern California. and uh, Where in Northern California? In Sonoma County. Okay. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice community. And yeah. I, I, Wine. I, yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. It, it's very crowded now. It's a lot more crowded now, but I landed there in the uh, late 70s, early okay. 80s, and it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful place to be. I continued my theater 
I had a Commedia dell'arte theater troupe, and we would perform at wineries and parks mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. Um, the area. We did even perform at Golden Gate Park, but of course, uh, the North Northern California did have like a world-renowned Commedia dell'arte troupe, so <laughs> we were not those guys. But uh, yeah, so I, I was married um, in California, and I had both my children. Um, there. So actually, one of them. One of them I had in Telluride. Telluride. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. skipping a beat there, yeah. girl. Yeah. So you were in the northern part of California in Sonoma Valley. You got? Did you get married in Sonoma? I did. Well, I I got married in Mexico the first time. <laughs> oh, one of them girls. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. 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 But. Um, my husband had uh, two stepchildren, so I inherited two beautiful children, uh, though they were they were fairly in their teens by the time I came around. And then um, we had two children Do you mind together. I ask? How old were you I when am you got probably married? Not now. Okay. Then. Oh, when I got married. Oh, I was kind of, I think I was 23. Okay. Yeah, I was 23. And, um, but we had two incredible children together and and uh though we are not married any longer we are good friends and he lives still he still has the place we bought in northern california i'll be done and uh one of my daughters lives there i'll be your one of your daughters how mm-hmm. many daughters do you have i have two zoe and ruby both uh well zoe. both have been djs here at katie and Kay. Of course. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, Zoe graduated CRMS. That's what brought me here. Okay. Yeah. CRMS or Zoe? Uh, Colorado uh, <laughs> Rocky Mountain School. Uh, well, actually, my cousin, who's my age, you know, went there 50 years ago. So I'd always known about Colorado Rocky Mountain School. And when my daughter had the opportunity to go there... I was very excited. She was a boarding student for two years, and then in her senior year, we thought, eh, I thought, I'll I'll go live in Carbondale so she can live at home and we could be together before she goes off in the world. CRMS, what an interesting school it is, you Mm -hmm. know, um, between the drama part there. In Mm -hmm. fact, when I was part of Thunder River Theater doing props and costumes, I borrowed some costuming from them. But um, what a beautiful place for the kids to go to school, especially if a child is in the city like New York or Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. and then comes to our beautiful valley. So so go on. So your daughter, mm mm-hmm. So yeah, we fell. I you know I really fell in love with Carbondale. I I had been living in Telluride. I lived in Telluride off and on for eighteen years. And what I did ha- you do in Telluride? I had a nightclub. Okay. Uh, and then I also because one job was not enough. Uh, I was the director of the arts council for five okay. years there, and then was director of the Telluride AIDS benefit for five okay. years. Good. Good. Good, good. So those kept you busy. See, there it is. It's events. It's mm-hmm. fundraising. It's uh, marketing another kind of venue, you know. Um, what makes you feel good? Well, I mean, I love nature, f- for sure. And 
Uh, you know, Telluride was a hard place to live in a lot of ways. It's a it's a small valley and it's a ski resort and we were really struggling at the time. So that was hard. And I was a single mom by that point running a nightclub. But I could walk out of my door every day and just look at those mountains and, and feel joy. And the same thing happens here in Carbondale. I, I look at Mount Sopris or... She's a, got a mask on, but I can tell she's smiling because of her eyes. They're just <laughs> full of the smile. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I, I feel really lucky. The rivers make me extremely happy. I spend a lot of time on the rivers paddle boarding. Yeah. And uh, and sleeping under the stars. So that that makes me happy. I mean, I think community really makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I work hard, but it's also my passion. So I love it. Yeah, I can hear that. And you know, you said community. You also said nature. And the wonderful thing about this, it is a small community. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about miles, it's 30 miles one way and maybe three or four miles at its uh, broadest point in the valley. But nature, mm-hmm. it abounds. Mm-hmm. It abounds around us. Mm-hmm. Have you been listening to the birds? Oh, yes. Uh, well, you know, I, I have noticed when the robins show up, which they did show up, uh, the first robin I saw was February 14th. And um, they they also start eating the rotten apples. And then if your car is parked under a tree, I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but man, you get some... Uh, bird bombs going all over your car. So uh, I have not only been seeing the evidence of all the birds and hearing them uh, as well. So it's, it's yeah. yeah, it feels like spring. And the the funny thing about it to the robins, I, you know, I never really saw robins. Living in California and in the beautiful areas, Monterey, it was all good. There was all kinds of animals and birds, but robins, I always thought they were little, pretty red-breasted things. Mm-hmm. They're, They're big. big. Yeah. They're yeah. big. And the fruit that falls off the tree onto my car are these little tiny red things that stick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Could come from the birds or the trees. It's yeah. hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got to watch the deer I notice. Mm-hmm. The deer I notice. So... In your life today, and the, the wonder of the event, can you tell me some of the events that we're going to be doing this year? Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, there is a lot. It's uh, sometimes I, I think I should go get my head checked. Um, <laughs> it's a strange time, but the the one thing is, you know, we continued throughout last year trying to find ways that people could connect in safe environments and I think we did a pretty good job and and now we're hopeful that you know um we will still be safe but it will be a little more relaxed we shall see but so far we have um well, I'm planning a golf tournament, actually, uh, for the arts, Okay. Um, which okay. will not be for people that really, you, I mean, it'll be for everybody. You don't really have to know how to play golf real well to have fun. It's called the Golden Putter, 
And that will raise money for Rosie Bell and our education programs because okay. she definitely took a hit this last year. And, and there'll be like burlesque at a, a hole. There'll be someone that'll paint your portrait. There'll be okay. every hole will be lots of fun. So we're doing that. It's kind of crazy. We just have been doing photo shoots. This weekend would be the fashion show. And so we're all suffering a little bit, but we wanted to help shine light on our restaurants in these final kind of mm-hmm. wonky days and also kind of put the the fashion show out there. So we've been doing the fashion of food and doing photo shoots with the models and designers from last year's okay, show good. that no one got to see. And those will be going out mainly on social media, you know, as a way to remind people to support their local restaurants. Uh, but anyways, it's going to be fun. They're really fun shoots. We've been having a good time. Speaking of restaurants, I hear you're a good cook. I'm an okay cook. I actually am getting That's a little tired. Of, I'm getting a little tired of cooking. I just want to go sit in a restaurant and be served or sitting out on the street. I'm really getting excited for you know, outdoor dining. Uh, but I'm an okay cook. I'm an okay cook. Mom says otherwise. Yeah, that's sweet. And, uh, and says Bill is just wonderful. He is. That's my current husband, everybody. Billy Bob. You can hear him on uh, Tuesday, every other Tuesday morning. Absolutely. He's a DJ here, yep. too. Yep. Well, and you know, I worked for KDNK yep. for many years. But anyways, we're also going to have Mountain Fair. And then we're going to have a great event in September called the Convergent Circus. And that is where the past, present, and future intersect. It will be an outdoor interactive kind of journey that people will go through. It's really, I'm very excited about it. And that will be at 13 Moons. Okay. And then, on top of that, in She's excited for me, this too. This <laughs> one, I, you will, because I hopefully you all will come and join we are setting up four concerts at the, hopefully at the Thompson House. I have to call and reserve okay. it with Mintsa Wu. And she is going to do everything from classical to Latin influence to, so we'll have four lovely concerts. Uh, we're, we're hoping they're going to be on Thursday evenings and people can just bring their picnics and come listen and Oh, sounds so good. Yeah. Sounds like it's time to have that kind of fun. Um, oh, boy, it slipped my mind, but that's okay. A lot of things going <laughs> on and out of it. What is it about Carbondale that excites you, makes you feel good, makes you want to continue to be here? Well, I, you know. I, I do think there is something pretty special here, and I, I get asked it a lot. Um, I get calls from other communities all the time saying, how can we be like Carbondale? And and I'm my answer is always, well, why don't you try being like yourself, like Basalt or Glenwood? But there is something magical here. I do believe that um, the Mountain Fair, you know, it turns 50 this year, so I have been interviewing Lots and lots and lots of people. Every, in fact, when we leave here, I will be doing uh, interviews. Every Wednesday night, Luke Nessler and I have been interviewing people. And there's so many people still around that, you know, started the fair and have been part of it. And usually in these stories as they're unfolding, as something changes, usually the people 
that started it or the quote old timers you know usually there's like a slight bitterness or something like oh it's changed so much or oh it's you know it just it just happens like Carbondale you yeah. know you hear that from yeah. people that have lived here a long time and they would go oh it's it's changing or out on the highway is you know changing and but when I ask everyone we have interviewed when we say well how's the fair changed how's it stayed the same the magic of it and I think it's a true testament to Carbondale is that their answer is, well, sure, it's gotten bigger. There's more people. I don't know everyone, but the spirit is still the same. The spirit is there. And that spirit is the same spirit that kind of shapes Carbondale, you know, and uh-huh. you, you find it in the younger generation and the older generation. And um, it's 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 unusual. And I do think the Mountain Fair is part of that because it's so always too. brought the young and the old and the yeah. different generations yeah. together, or people with differences. You just come together that weekend. and It's so harmonious and it's so colorful and it's so joyful. I, I love it. I do security or <laughs> do whatever is <laughs> necessary. Um, and I have fun doing it. But I love the gaiety. I love the costuming. I love, you know, it's a mm-hmm. good hometown feel, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of good old, old town feel, how does that shot feel? You it, just it had your great. shot. I just had my second shot. Um, uh-huh. It, Yeah, I feel good so far. So, yeah. you know, we'll see. Um, but... Uh, I feel really grateful, actually. All our staff at Carbondale Arts got their first shots today. So it's feeling it's feeling very hopeful. Good, good. I, I have that sense, too, because um, now I'm over at Crystal Meadows, and uh, we had our second shot on the 24th. So it was like I had a shot. Yeah, I felt it in my arm. You mm-hmm. know, I felt it mm-hmm. in my other arm. Did I get sick? No. Headache? No. Good. Sleepiness? No. Good. You know, Good. and, I, and Good. I'm the old lady on the block, you know. Well, I'm older than my dog, Grace. I think my mom's older than yeah, you. Yeah, your mom is. Your mom <laughs> is so cool. <laughs> yeah. And so is Billy Bob. You know, he when I first moved here, he interviewed me, and... I don't even remember why, but it, there was a reason, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, well, you've been very, very active yourself too with senior matters and getting out there, and and um, th- that's that's what this town really is about. And I see it all the time. And and having spent a lot of time with so many elders that are still here mm-hmm. lately, it's really nice to to see that tradition carry on. Amy, thank you for sharing the tradition of Senior Matters. And you're still young and vibrant, and I'm old and vibrant. (laughs) No, we're about the same. But thank you, thank you, thank you for having me, Diane. And I listen to Senior Matters frequently, so keep it up. I shall do. Thank you, everyone. Listening to you, talking to you, see you walking down the street. Until then, next month. <laughs>